welcome back to another episode of Chasing Geek with your hosts, me, Pine Size Ginger, and... What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? So, uh, this week's discussion is going to be a little different because we're primarily going to be talking about our breaking news stuff, just because they're both so weighted. Yeah, and then we'll be spending a little bit more time than normal on, on homework. On homework, yeah. Because, so, yeah, um, the, yeah, no... Normally we have like the three sections. It's pretty much just two sections. It's like the, different every episode. Yeah, we do. Like every episode we preface it with, "Hey, it's not like it normally yeah. is." We need to just stop because there's yeah, like no should. normal. There's no normal. Okay, fine then. <laughs> Scratch that. This week we're just gonna be primarily talking about the other stuff. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and start with your breaking news. Okay, so uh, for those in the comics world. Uh, for the last few years, we and we've talked a lot about it mm-hmm. on the show, uh, where we talk about DC's Rebirth Initiative. Yes. Um, where they've gone in, for those who don't know, uh, they've kind of gone in and retooled their universe and, and brought back a lot of the iconic characters, a lot of they the iconic storylines. They fixed some stuff that they messed up with the 52. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and, they've, and they've done a really good job with it, yeah. both critically and commercially, because mm-hmm. it's been commercially successful. It's, it's been really well received. Yeah. So Marvel held a retailer summit. Um, mm-hmm. about a month ago, and that went over like a ton of bricks because they <laughs> essentially uh, blamed everybody but uh, bad decisions for why their sales and their books haven't taken off like they normally do. Mm. Um, but it so, did lead to some good conversation, okay. um, discussions, and they had had some plans already in place to kind of, they're not calling it Rebirth. They are calling it Marvel Legacy. Okay, well, let's... Anytime one of the big two does something, the other one kind of mirrors it. Yeah. It's similar, but it's not the same, but it's, it's really, really close. close. <laughs> you know, it, it happens like every time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not surprised. No, it's just funny how they'll actually come out and say, like yeah. in the thing, it's, it's, not, it's this. not this, but I'm like, then they list out the details. It's like it's when like, someone tells you it's not a pyramid scheme, and then they draw the diagram, and you're and like, no, like, that's a pyramid. That's a pyramid that's scheme. A tri- no, it's that's, a triangle. No, it's a, tri- it's a pyramid. It's a pyramid's a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so they're actually, what they're doing is they're doing the same concept. They're going to bring back, uh, a, they're actually going to bring back one teased huge character one marvel favorite that many have wanted back for a minute or whatever so it Mm -hmm. seems like uh maybe a recently or not so recently lost one yeah um and then there's gonna be there's no deaths with this so like it's not like oh someone dies and then sets off a big thing they're they're very big on people will come back but it's not gonna be like it's not going to be at, focused at the, on death. Uh, yeah, it's at the expense of another character. Exactly. Um, they're also going to bring back all their books to the original numberings. Um, I did. I saw that. That's kind of cool. It's kind of cool for long-term for, fans. Yeah, for long-term fans. Fans um, who are casual aren't going to really give a shit. I mean, it's yeah. not, you know. Because you're just wanting to make sure you're reading the right one. And, yeah, you know, like, blah, Venom, blah, blah. like Venom number six was the last book that is... In that numbering, mm-hmm. the next issue is Venom 150 because that is the original numbering for yeah. that here. So long-term Venom fans, and plus they're bringing back like they've already started in a lot of ways. Yeah, they're bringing back Eddie Brock as Venom. They're they're placing some people long-term people. So think, it, it's, it seems pretty cool. It, it is pretty cool as long as the, if they can mirror what they've done with the X Men yeah. so far, which is Resurrection. If they can do that, 
and get the same feeling across their Avengers titles and some other stuff. However, they did specify, because they got questions, mm -hmm. that it is not at the expense of their new diverse set of characters. So, like, yeah. Spider-Gwen, Miles Morales, uh, America Chavez, yeah. uh, Miss Marvel, they're not going away. Which they're not good, shifting because that. Those, those are fantastic. some of the best, like, more recent yeah, characters. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they're, they're all great. They're great characters. So they're not going to leave. So I'm pleased... Um, mm -hmm. it, it's needed some of that, but yeah. I also am a little annoyed with Marvel because they have said things that it's like they sometimes like yeah. blame it on diversity and oh well it didn't sell and, and, yeah, and I've, I've... their excuses are a little thin to me. So um, so I feel like kind of like when they announced Rebirth for DC, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> yes, but you know that also means that like if somehow they do a good job, which I'm, I hope. Yeah. But, you know, DC kind of blew me away because I did have such low standards. I mean, yeah, the bar was really low. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, this is great. And it so, is. And it is. It, it is it, you really know. good. Um, so, again, just not gonna... I'm happy. Yeah. Not gonna get my hopes up. I understand. And it's also not to, yeah. you know, not to shit on Marvel either. Because I'm not yeah. trying to shit all over them. Because oh, no. they're in the diversity department and in the character yeah, like they, Reva Williams and all good. these people. Yeah. They've done really well. And, and they've actually have that over DC. Mm -hmm. um, DC could use a little more color in their in yeah. their characters. But, you know, in just from talking from an industry perspective, and mm -hmm. uh, there's some other things that they've done that it's just kind of really. So, yeah. yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm happy for that. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Um, well... Let's go ahead and continue to, you on want, to your you next, finish the next point. One? Okay. Yeah, because I know my thing is gonna might take a minute. Might take a minute, but also the next thing's gonna take a minute too. That's true. Okay, so uh, for those of you who now, what's crazy is this got announced and it like it popped for a minute yeah. and then it just kind of like went away. Like no, like yeah. I don't know what it is. I okay. think so. Fill you in what we're talking about. We are talking about <laughs> the fact that there is going to be a live action Winnie the Pooh movie. But it's with an adult, mm -hmm. Christopher Robbins, who's going to be played by Ewan McGregor. Yes, and it is actually, like, it follows him. He's an older uh, businessman. He pretty mm -hmm. much, that's all he does. He actually left home after a while. Yeah. Um, and he has it. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do, only because I know, and I've read a lot, about the actual yeah. person, Christopher Robin. Uh, what, Milne? Yeah. Um, I always forget the last name, Milne, but yeah. Um, because I don't know if, if you knew before, like, I, I sent you articles. He really, for a long time, he yeah. really hated the fact that his father wrote these books. Yeah. And that, like, when he was really little, he he loved it. Until he went to school and started getting seriously bullied. Like, seriously bullied for it. For being, yes. Yeah, for, for being yeah. Christopher Robin. Because this isn't, this Winnie the Pooh became popular while he was still a kid. Yes. Which is wild to think about. Like, how often does things like that actually happen? Yeah. You know, not only, you know, grown or you're dead. And at so. least they, and typically, like, they'll change the name. Yeah. Like, so it'll be based on him, but it won't be his name. But in this yeah. case, it's both. And it's just... Well, see, as far as his name goes, he's, so in several interviews and stuff, he even said that, you know, he felt like that Christopher Robin wasn't him. Because, also, 
for the longest time, he went by the nickname Billy. Because his parents originally thought they were going to have a girl. Oh. And they had a girl's name picked out. Well, then when it was a boy, it was like, oh no, how about Billy? They're like, well, that's really informer, formal. So they both each picked a first name. That's how he got Christopher Robin. Oh. And, but since they still liked the name Billy, they called him Billy. Or, because he couldn't pronounce his last name when he was really little, they called him Moon. Because Aww. he pronounced it as Moon. So, um, you know, it was a little... It wasn't just him, but yet... Like, I think, you know, he even says, you know, his father made his money by, you know, standing on his infant shoulders. You know, by yeah. taking his story. Saying, yes, that's really interesting. So not only did Christopher Robin not like it for the longest time, before he died, he did come to terms with it, and he yeah. thought it was, you know, oh, this crazy world, yeah. ha ha. His father hated it because before then he wrote like a variety of different types of styles and stuff, and then after that, they only wanted more Winnie the Pooh books, yeah. and that was it. He even tried writing other things, and he just got but there, yeah. So he's like, no, kids books. You love kids. He's like, I don't actually really like kids. It just happened to be my son. That's, you know? Yeah, that's... And so I'm wondering how much is this movie going to go into that? I see. And I don't think it's, I think it's complete. And this is a, to, use, to use a wrestling yeah. term. I think it's complete kayfabe as far as it is, it is the Winnie the Pooh version of Christopher yeah. Robin. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to go into. Yeah. The real behind the scenes, even though that would be, I mean, fantastic. I would, that would be really I would interesting. Watch that. Yes, but also another thing that they did do, like real life, him, he married a first cousin. Did he really? Yeah. Which okay, so wait the the son the son okay Christopher actually Nate married, married his cousin one of his first cousins. The thing is though, it was his uh, mom's brother's daughter. So yeah, first cousin. Okay. Before that happened, the mom hadn't seen her brother in 30 years. Oh, so they didn't know? Well, it was like they knew, but the, it, it's not like they grew up together or okay. anything. You know, the families were very much not yeah. family. And then <laughs> but, they, okay. I um, mean... But st it was still... It's still weird. still a little weird. It's still weird. But uh, yeah, also, it's not they, as they weird They had as a it daughter, and she uh, has cerebral palsy. Oh. Um, nah, I feel bad. Anyways, she started, you know, foundation oh, well, for good, it and okay. stuff. So, you know, used her family's fame yeah. to try and help others. So, you know. So, really interesting stuff. Yeah. I, I hope to, uh, I hope we get to see more. But what would be really cool mm -hmm. is if they blended, like, if they made it so kind of like Birdman. Yeah. Where you didn't know if he was actually kind of going a little crazy and you actually saw Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> But, like, in where everything else is yeah. real. No, I, I kind of think, like you mentioned, like, in the same, consider our world and, the you know, the Winnie the Pooh one separate universes mm -hmm. in the Winnie the Pooh universe. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think that would be cool. I feel like that's probably what they're going to do. Yeah. And they embrace, their live action films have embraced their Disney yeah roots for the most part so yeah so excited for that i'm excited yeah I, again another thing that is close to many people's childhoods is coming back up when we're adults i will be very i will be as excited for that not as excited but i will be very excited like mm -hmm. beauty and the beast excited 
Which oh. I'm seeing for the third time, by the way, on Sunday. I still haven't seen it. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, right. Ah, where are you going? I want to go. <laughs> Actually, I think I may work Sunday. can't remember. Uh, but, okay. So now for my thing. Your turn. So, uh, go ahead and Matt. Um... May want to get the, the list. The She's list. so diligent. She printed out a list. Uh, mainly the list of books. So I, yes, you heard me right. Yes. Books. List of books. Now, what book series has been on the news? Well, you know, and even on the last show, news. by the way, we even talked about it on the last show and the show before. Actually, you've worked it in twice now, and it just so it's happened. It's probably been in many yeah, more yeah, it's, shows. It just so happened. It just happens to be my favorite book series. She, you should have seen the primer she sent me, by the way. Oh, yeah. She sent Actually, me... I, I posted that on my Facebook. Yeah, she's like, the, the thing was stacked. So, okay, okay tell so me what, what it is. Wheel of Time is finally getting like a go-ahead on the TV series. <laughs> so, yeah, Wheel of Time, it is my favorite book series. It beats out Harry Potter. I know. Who's making it? Um, or what, so, si- what network is it coming Sony out? Motion Pictures, I think. or hmm. um, it's, it's Sony is making... Oh, Sony Television. Yeah, that's right. Sony Television. So, okay. Brief, brief backstory <laughs> on... Which there's nothing brief about this, this uh, <laughs> novel series. So, Will Time started... When was the first book published? First book was published... In 2004, that is not true. No, I don't. I don't. Um, <laughs> that's not true. That is in hold on, wait a minute. We got this 1990, yeah, 1990. Because, yeah, 2004 was when the prequel in my defense was published. The first thing on the list was 2004, and I am yes, not just it just that it, bad that about the, reading lists. The prequel was, you know. Many years. So it's okay. one of those. So like it, yeah. they had a prequel later. Okay. Way later, okay. obviously. So 1990. 1990, which so, was The Eye of the World? Yep. Aha. Okay, so originally when he started this series, it was going to be six books. Good Lord. Yeah, it went off course. There are 15 books on that <laughs> list. Now here's the thing. Six books as in six books this size? Or was it supposed to be way smaller and he just, he just um, let it go? Probably about six books this size. These books are massive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the sheet I gave Matt has even like uh, page counts. Uh, one is the paperback. Good one's Lord. hardback. Yep. Oh, okay. So one's hard, but good Lord, still. So paperback. Yeah. 782 pages for the first book. Yeah. That's when you lure people in. That's like yeah. the 200 pamphlet version. It got them. me hooked. <laughs> It hooked me. So what is okay? So okay. for people like me who have who have not you know okay come to so love this. So the franchise. most simplest way to describe this without any spoilers is some kids go on an adventure. They grow. They change. They learn. And ultimately, save the world. Oh, all right, nice. Um. So yeah, that's like as basic as you can be without spoilers. There's magic. There's like these weird kind of. They're essentially like Trollocs or uh, like orcs and things like. They're but they're not. Yeah. They're, they're their, their own, own thing. Of yeah. Um, you know, there's magic that's really cool and powerful, and uh, you're born with it. But if you have like the seed, you can learn more. You know, it just may not pop up. Uh, 
without like great stress or something, unless you have a big enough potential for magic. Um, also, the men go crazy because long ago, the Dark One poisoned the men's magic. And that's why they go crazy. Oh. And so, at the very start of this world, men, they have magic. They're hunted down and basically killed. But the women are, like, seen as, you know, they're revered. Hmm. Um, and, like, they have this whole, like, giant school and stuff. You know, it's, it's really cool. It's called the White Tower. But, anyways, yeah, it's essentially, though, about these kids from a tiny, tiny village Exploring their whole continent. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, most of it. And, you know, they meet so many different people. I, If you look at the very first cast um, that comes in, they are... Seem to be mostly white, if not, you know, more tan. But, you know, yeah. they're kind of more Anglo-Saxon type. Yeah. But then they travel, <laughs> and you come across all different types of people... So there is a really wide diversity. It's just they gotta get out of that tiny town. Yeah. So like the first, so like essentially like probably like the first couple episodes of this series would yeah. be like, wow, there's not a lot of. Yeah. And then yeah. they'll travel more and meet more people, and you know, also you have um, really awesome women that are in power, or just women that are learning, and you know, you have them at every stage of their life. And they all have flaws, but they, you know, that makes them more real. Yeah. And I love them so much. I mean, the men are great too, but like, so one thing uh, you can tell, especially from like one the first book, that he obviously, like most people who like fantasy, read Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The thing that Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit books severely suffer from is, where's all the women at? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not really any. Yeah, there's hardly any in the... There's three main women right from the very beginning of the series. And there's four main men. Okay. So, you know, you have almost... Yeah. You know, um, right from the very first episode. Um, you know, but also the cast is huge. So that brings us to this then. Okay. To the To, to the, the show. Okay, about the show. So, before this announcement was made, um, people have had the rights randomly throughout the years mm -hmm. for making a show and stuff from oh, okay. it, or a movie, a show or a movie. Oh, okay. Last year, someone's rights were about to run up, and they pumped out within like a few days a pilot episode that aired at like three a.m. <laughs> on a channel, and like. There was no announcement about it. It was a huge... Just to beat the rights. It was a huge debacle. Yeah, just to beat the rights yeah. because it was like you had to put, do something within this time. Well, um, so Robert Jordan, a.k.a. Um, Oliver Rigney? I have his real name on... Yeah, Oliver Rigney. James Oliver Rigney. Okay, so his wife, Harriet McDougall... Dougal? McDougal? McDougal, yeah. I yeah. would say McDougal. You know, Harriet uh, was like, hey now, I did not approve of this. Oh, so she still has to, yeah. they still have to approve it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
So, like, it's a... So you can actually watch the pilot. Is it any good? I ha- I've been afraid to watch it. I'm probably going to watch it, like, sometime soon, but... I've heard, read from every single person who has watched it that it was horrible. That's terrible. As any um, project also, that would be slapped together with something like that ambitious. Within a few days. Yeah. yeah, no. The person who wrote the script even admitted that he wrote it during a day. Oh One day to write the script. Um, also, like, um, the pilot is not, like, it's called Winter's Dragon. So unless you knew actually about Wheel of Time at all. There's no connection at all to Wheel of Time within that title. None, None. whatsoever. And then um, that pilot actually is the like the preface for the first book. It's not even the book. Oh, it's you serious? Like, it's just like the preamble or whatever? Yeah, it's like wow. a couple pages beforehand. <laughs> So, uh, okay, so did they lose the rights? So there was a huge thing and, like, a lot happened with it. But eventually, the people that did that are a producer for this new one. But they're Uh, just producing. Like, basically, they're putting in their money. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Um, So, you know, it's... So that leads me to actually talking about the series. Okay. I'm I'm excited, but I'm also terrified because of what happened last yeah. year. Actually, I think it happened. Um, That's so crazy. Like last, it happened either last February or last March. <laughs> like it, it's only just been a year since this horrible thing happened. So like, okay, so like things like Watchmen and Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings were always called like unfilmable until they were. But yeah. like they were always said that because of certain things. Is there anything in Wheel of Time okay. in the first so, book? So actually the biggest um, thing that they're going to probably struggle with is how to show magic happening. Okay. Because an average person can't see it. And uh... even then, even the w- wielders that um, the women, yeah. they're called Aes Sedai. Uh, which you know is that world's witches, yeah. Whatever, um, the Aes Sedai, they can. It's almost um, more like sensing instead of just seeing, but they do refer it to as like flows and stuff. So there has already been a comic series based on it, which and they they can get around. They can, you know. Um, so it's like when over when like. 80% of the characters can't see what's happening. Yeah. But there's literally this huge battle going on with this magic, like, how are you going to show? So they could either do, like, showing, like, flows of, you know, translucent, like, stuff going yeah. through the air. I could kind of see them doing that. I could see that working. But or, it's like I do kind of dig, not, and they've done it in, like, shows before, mm-hmm. but typically it's not, like, it's like one episode or whatever. But like when, you know, there's like invisibility spells or yeah. something. So like everyone sees stuff flying through the air <laughs> yeah. and doesn't really realize See, I can, why. I'm, I'm kind of cool with that with like certain scenes. Yeah. It because, won't work for everything, yeah. but it'd be good for certain scenes. Because um, also the books jump around on whose perspective is who. Oh, okay. Like every other chapter, it's, you know, it jumps around from someone in the main cast to someone... He's just a side character, or someone you're. Just, this is your only time you're going to see him, but you're seeing it through their eyes. I mean that that yeah. does happen in this series. So, 
that will be the biggest struggle, I think, is figuring out the best way to portray when the when power yeah. is being used. Um, but because you know, when you're writing, it's a lot easier yeah. to do that, especially when you're in the head of a person mm-hmm. who can see it. And also, that's another thing. It's like if you can wield the one power, you can sense when someone else is wielding it. Unless they're using what they call, like, essentially a thing where they invert it so only the person yeah. can get but like, Some kind that's, of masking. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that's hard to do, so most people can't do that. Um, so, I mean, but otherwise, it sounds like if they can get a hold of which magic is always hard to show. Yeah. On anything. I mean, I, every. But, you know, is, technology is a lot better yeah. now. You know, it's one of those things. With this, it doesn't even seem like it's a technology thing. It, it's I mean, just figuring it the right. Plotting. Yeah, yeah like how, the right way to show it. Um, any. So, is there one particular, like, character that you're like, I want to see this person play them? Oh. Particular people? No. Just because I've. I try not. So like, try not to do that that much, especially for so long because, okay, I've been reading the series since 2005. The 10th book had just came out. So, you know, well, was coming out when I started. And so I've been, it's been a part of my life for a while now. Now, I have looked at fan art, and like certain people's fan art, I agree with like more yeah. or others. And actually, I sent you some links now, post a few. Like, mm-hmm. as some of my favorite fan artists, some are technically licensed art as well, which is kind of cool. Um, and, but you know, I'm like, well, like, I really hope they don't make pe- people that shouldn't be white, white. Ah. <laughs> That's my like, because he doesn't really always describe yeah like skin color for everyone because i mean that you know he he's does spend a lot of time describing the setting but he doesn't take as much um he'll describe their physique but not necessarily their skin color their skin color yeah you know um but like i mean there's one character um that comes on later down the road that it is stated that she is dark skin okay but there's a lot not, of the other stuff. There's is open. a lot that's yeah. open to interpretation. Also, um, it's kind of funny. There, you basically have at one point, as someone calls them, it's like um, cowboys riding dragons. <laughs> but it's like only because of the way they speak. Okay. Uh, but people have like ascribed that as to like you know. But it's like ah, oh, there's. There's so many ways that it can go really, really well, but a lot of ways it can go down. Oh, so, talking about other fantasy stuff, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones has been a huge mm-hmm. success. I think saying huge success is like an understatement yeah, at this exactly. point. So, it's going to be ending soon. Yeah. So, this could fill its void yeah absolutely it could so, and it will actually go on longer also well yeah because they won't struggle um, with the material yeah coming out because it's all completed yeah. it's already done um oh yeah jordan died yeah before the series finished and stuff but his you know, wife but finished his wife right helped uh, along with brandon sanderson which i love his um 
writing so much. And he was a big uh, fan, right? Yeah, he was yeah. a big fan, which is why she chose him. And, like, he was terminally ill. So they planned and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you can tell it's still his work. But it is complete. That's awesome. Where, um, as I know, like... Which is the way you want it. Yeah. You know? Well, because, um, I mean, like, HBO ran out of material yeah, because the and book's they not done. A, and they were like, hey, what should we do for this and this? Yeah. And, um, you know, changes made also. I know some people have like, oh, no, I hope he doesn't die before the uh, series ends, you know, the yeah. book series ends. And people are like, oh, yeah, how horrible would that be? <laughs> you know, because yeah. you know, if you're a Will of Time fan, you've already experienced that. Um, but... Uh, George R. R. Martin is a fan of Wheel of Time. Oh, really? Yeah, he's actually written a few like little reviews and stuff for it before. Like he he liked it a lot, which that is would be, cool. That would be a great get for HBO. Yeah. Um, but it's Sony Television, it's so Sony I don't Tele think it's so, gonna. Yeah, I'm like I. <sighs> I don't know who they. I, I haven't I mean, looked that much into it yet. They would probably just sell it to a network. I mean, they're probably not. I feel like they would yeah. need H to. Yeah, because HBO develops its own. Yeah. Um, same with like Showtime and Stars. Yeah, they're so they're not, their own thing. Yeah, I'm not sure, but but I'm looking forward to. Here's the thing, I I know me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go read 14 books of. Let's look at the pages here. 702, 599, 545, 891. Okay, I know. How about this? So on there, there's the audio books. <laughs> If you if you just sat down and read all of them with okay. no breaks whatsoever, how it long would that take? Nineteen days, five hours and twenty five minutes. Yeah, if you just for the audio books. Yeah, I don't have that kind of attention span. See, I <laughs> not gonna work. I will. I would listen to one in a year. Like that's how <laughs> that's how because like one of these right. One of mm -hmm. these is the first book is twenty nine hours and thirty two minutes. Yeah. It's 30 hours. Like, I, I spent, I just hit 30 hours. Well, actually, I'm probably over that. But, like, 30 hours in Mass Effect is different time than 30 hours just, like, listening. I, see. I don't have a, I don't have Wait, when concept. I'm listening to things, just like with podcasts, I'm normally doing something else yeah. that doesn't take much mind. It's like, oh, this is tons of copying, pasting, blah, 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 blah. You know, um... But, I mean, it's not like I've totally listened to, like, 20-plus hour books, like, five of them within the past year. Like, There's nothing wrong with that. I just um, know me. Yeah, you I, know you, I, yeah. I know so, what I am capable of in that, that You know, that's the same reason why I don't recommend it anytime someone's like, oh, it's a good book series. Yeah. Because it is long. It is I dense. know that. Rewarding. And also, I'm not, I also know not everyone's me. <laughs> rewarding by the way yeah. just dense and it there's is. a lot of it and it's a commitment of time yes. <laughs> I'm wheel. like what I did there yeah. it's a commitment of time though and so that's but that's fantastic and I will yeah. watch when you describe the premise that sounds awesome to me yeah. by the way because also I the, watch the show you, you see them so they're teenagers <laughs> and because the book series spans so long time you watch them become adults yeah like straight up adults so it's really cool. So we we need to like I, what I want to do then mm -hmm. is whenever this project does launch, yeah, and because we'll be talking about it a, oh, a plenty yeah. once they actually get development out. But once it actually launches, like the pilot episode or mm -hmm. whatever, the real pilot, not the crap pilot. Yeah. Though I kind of want to okay, watch the I crap pilot. I kind of sort of want to like do um. Can we watch the pilot? Yes. Let's watch the pilot. Maybe that'll be our homework. Yes, I like that. We'll watch the pilot and then we'll come back and see what we thought. Yeah. Because and you know you might. 
even be able to read just the like three pages that pilot's based on. <laughs> that is doable. That is, that is doable. Because then you would at least know. Who what is there? What is there though? Like nine hundred words per page? It's just <laughs> it's, some it's ridiculous regular, number. You know. Jeez. Font. But okay, so. Someone killed the typewriter. We do. <laughs> <laughs> need to talk about our homework from last yes. week. Yes. Uh, so I did mine. Did you do yours? Yes, how I much, did. did. How much of yours did you do? Actually, the whole episode. You listened the whole to the first whole... episode. Still haven't watched Moana though. I, I, I can't find it. I don't know. What it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is bad because it's not mine. Oh, it's that's... works, and I need to return that. Oh, that's um, pretty funny. Okay, yeah, but you listened to the whole episode. Yes, yeah, so I didn't get to make it to the second one because I saw your text. Yeah. I was like, oh. But here's the thing. Uh, okay, I, so his homework to remind oh, yeah. you was to. <laughs> we're bad about that yeah, tonight. We're awful. We keep getting excited and talk about this. Just assume mind meld here. Sorry. Um. So. The Adventure Zone is the podcast yes. I was supposed to listen to the pilot episodes. So I started at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, which is you're you're ready to frame it. What I yeah. know of it is essentially it's fathers. It's a father and two sons. Three sons. Three sons, all playing D and D. Yeah, now, and one of the sons is the DM. Is the DM. Yes. Um, one. Uh, it won't be a problem to talk about in the future because yes. I've already subscribed to to the podcast. Um, ironically, they actually talk about it in the podcast. I'm like, yeah. here, just tell your friends about this. Yeah, thing. no, like, actually, I that's I mean, yeah. that's what I do. If you look at my tweets, I've tweeted about it a couple times. It's fantastic. Stuff. It is because um, also like okay, only one of them has actually played D and D at which all is before. The DM. No, it's not. It was the uh, middle brother, Travis. Okay. I don't know them by their real yeah. names. Okay. I know so, Taco, and I know uh, Merle. Merle and, and I know, Magnus. And, yeah, I know them okay. by their Magnus, names. he's okay. played before, but he's only played 4th edition, and this is 5th edition. Yeah, which they actually are very different. Yeah. Oh. Um, but no, so, okay. The father's Clint. Okay. Then the oldest brother is Justin. The middlest brother is Travis and the sweet baby brother is Griffin. It should be a testament to the show that I only know their their actual yeah. in character names because once he made Taco. Oh my god! Like, yeah, because he's like, ah, oh, my name is T A. It's so cool though. I think the thing I enjoyed most about this was that it's been a minute since I've been able to be in a game, right? Because I was in a couple games for a while there. And it's just from time and not yeah. really having okay. one available. Even though it's them playing, you kind of feel like yeah. you're in it as well. It filled a it filled a little bit of a niche and a void. Yeah. And by midway through, I was like, God, I really miss this. Like, I know. I, I, yeah. Same. Okay. Uh, I was telling you earlier, like I'm wanting to get another a mic for myself because yeah. what I'm wanting to do is try and start up like a Pathfinder or like a Starfinder campaign yeah. or into the world campaign. Oh yeah. Because I'm, like, listening to this, and, you know, I sell the stuff. Yeah. I really want to get in another campaign. It's it's um, it's a really cool thing. Also, what I really dug is that um, it was so fun to listen to them yes. uh, go through all the little things. Because cause a lot of them are so new to it. Yeah. Um, when he's explaining stuff, he's like, okay, it's the funny. one gets so irritated because he's just like, okay, I actually want to play D&D now. Yeah. I don't want, and that, I want that to stop Travis, explaining to me. And that was the one who has played. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I actually want to play it and stop explaining it to me. But it's, it's, it's like funny to actually watch him. Well, what do I do? Do I, do I yeah. tell this thing? He's like, do whatever you want. This is your, this is your this game. This is your thing. And it's, 
it's so funny because every one of us has been there. Yeah. And you recognize those little ticks and nervous things that, that, that people do. When you're first starting, but later on, it gets more natural. Yeah. So Over-explaining abilities. Yeah. Well, I can move in a 60-foot radius. Well, no one cares. You move yeah. three squares. Can you see right in front of you? Okay, that's what I need. Yeah. So you over-explain to the DM all the time because you think, and every, every like, tenth time you do it, he goes, oh, or she goes, Oh, yeah. There's, oh, oh well, that's good to know because yeah. this and this and this. But you always, it's those little ticks. Yeah, and also, um, so yeah, I did want you to listen to the second episode just because you meet one of my favorite, what you think is going to be a one off character, but it's not. It's Clark. He's a bugbear. Bugbears are awesome, by the way. Bugbears are cool, yeah. but like, it's such a funny character. Also, yeah, okay, so because you were listening to, I re listened to the first. Uh, three episodes. I'm yeah. probably going to just continue because they're starting to wrap up this campaign. Oh, okay. Which, uh, Thursdays are when they release. It's supposed to be bi-weekly. They got a weird thing where they skipped a week. But anyways, so an episode came out today. Oh, okay. And I listened to it today. So you just listened to the first one and I just listened so, to oh, 61. Oh, jeez. Um, it's so good, it's, though. It's great. And it's amazing how much... Okay, so one thing that I found really interesting... Um, of course, Kay introduced me to this. Yeah, of course. Not Hi, surprised. Kay, yeah. Hi, Kay. Um, and she's like, I think you're going to like it a lot. And we started listening to it on a ride back from visiting uh, family. Uh, she went with me. Yeah. And it's like, this is pretty good. And then for some reason, I don't know why, because we listened to like three episodes... I, I fell out of like listening to it, yeah. so then I finally like I got to, yeah. and I caught up. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing! But um, she even noticed, and I noticed now upon re-listening, it's amazing how much the characters change. Yeah, change. Partly because the very first uh, few are like they're going off the character sheets that are yeah. pre-made. Well, they grow way far from that, and yeah. also. Like, Griffin starts off going from the book, and then uh, he just completely off book after that. Yeah. After the first, like, little And it thing. happens naturally that way. Yeah. Because you just start to get comfortable with your character, and you start and, developing. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah. Griffin has really impressed me with his storytelling. Yeah. That's another thing I'm excited for you to, like, hear and experience is his story, like, slowly unwinding and stuff. And it's so funny because then, like, I think it was just two episodes ago. He's like, okay, guys, I've been building up this for two years. I'm really excited. Let me just do this. And it's like, oh. It's, it's great. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. So um, And yeah, say. also, it's family. And you can tell they're family. Yeah, you can tell they're family. It's just adorable. It's just, it was um, just, I really enjoy the the story that they're telling. Yeah. But it's re it's really charming. Yeah, just it's, it's the very, dynamic yeah, that goes it's on. Good. It's yeah, great. And also, so. it's so funny because, like, just the one today, uh, someone made a joke. And they they blame the dad because it's like, well, you know, it's thirty three years of being around you. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, the oldest one's thirty seven, thirty six or thirty seven. The middle is thirty three, and the youngest one, Griffin, just turned thirty this month. How's the and, dad? And um, the dad, I can't remember how old he is. It's funny to hear them them role play too because actually it's funny that like the dad is actually one of the more yeah like focused role players um, yeah you know it's oh and okay so you already noticed that Taco has a character voice well yeah. eventually they all get they characters. all get one yeah, yeah. it happens Which, over yeah. time but the the dad 
he was a well he still is he's radio host in oh, okay. his, their hometown so it's kind of funny um but yeah it's just so good it's a good show we'll put the link in there for yeah. you because you really should if you're if you're a fan of if you actually honestly if you've ever role played or had an interest in it yeah this will it, yeah even if you have never but thought about it yeah it's a great podcast. This would be a great way to experience it. Or if you just it. like fantasy. It's for fun. Really? It's really fun. So your homework. Okay, my homework was also a podcast. Yes. It was to listen to the Wii Eulogy by Game Informer. <laughs> yeah. So I did listen to it. It was... Okay, so one of the things they did was, yeah, one guy actually read a little eulogy for it, which yeah. was really funny. Um, but, like, one of the things they did was they did talk about, like, ways it failed. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't that popular. No. Um, I mean, we, we talked about the sales yeah. and stuff before. It was way down mm-hmm. compared to the Wii. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't hard for the Switch to crush it. But anyways, <laughs> they then went around and named their type, top five things about yeah. it, which I thought was great. And some of them I agreed with. Some of them actually discreet or either like had it tried that thing yeah so one of the first things that they like said was like a negative was the Wii TV yeah thing that but I can still use that as just a remote for my TV now yeah well that's um, what one of the guys yeah, says was like, you can like... just work as universal remote oh I didn't try yeah no it does <laughs> it works you just you have to program it like any universal yeah, exactly. remote. But I actually, yeah, I've used that for a really long time before we had the PS4, had just the Wii U, and I used it as my remote. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, turn on TV. There you go. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, they talked about how there's was never Pokemon Snap, which... Which is amazing, by the I'm way. I'm thinking they should have Pokemon Snap on the Switch. It would be even better on the Switch. It would be even better. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Oh, a <laughs> simple like thing was the curves on the edge of the discs. Yeah. They are soft, but more and more discs are getting those soft edges. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's just the the way they're cutting them and also... It's just, that was so funny. It was just, just, yeah, brought, the it's smooth just a nitpicky edge. thing, yeah. But, I mean, I agree. They do feel nice. Let's see. Oh, so they also talk about the web browser. I, like, maybe use the web browser once. Yeah, I, I we um, have one on the PS4 and I've used it twice. Yeah, though it does come in handy in those few times. Yeah. it oh, is not a regular. The uh, Amazon X-ray on the uh, app. So Amazon actually has on like any app you mm-hmm. watch stuff on, but like it uh, used the X-ray even better on the Wii U just because it put on that separate screen, yeah. which is pretty cool. Which is kinda nice. Um, I mean, I even have used it when watching stuff on my computer, but I have to, like, hover over the thing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, they said that Animal Crossing was great, and it yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. I love Animal Crossing. Um, oh, yeah, the Meverse community. That is a yeah. good thing. Like, that it, was, was, it was always fun going on there and seeing the little doodles and stuff, people. You know, it's, it's It was cool. one of the best ideas they had for it. Yeah, and, and again, I, I agree with the... The guys on the podcast, that should they should eventually bring that yeah, back. Yeah, because that's a great idea. Yeah. It's very Nintendo. Okay, what they should do is merge the Miiverse like app, you know, that was on the Wii U, along with the one that was on the phone. Yeah. 
merge that onto and just the make switch. it oh yeah yeah exactly. make it you know combine elements of both but put it on the switch oh no, absolutely and um so they also talked about their fave games that were on the switch um and so i think like me personally just like off the top of my head not thinking my fave game isn't actually a nintendo game it just happens to be on the switch but it's also on i mean on the nintendo wii u it's also on like every other console and just the Skylanders games just hey, because I love them so it much. It still counts. But I played my first Skylanders games on the Wii U. But of course, what does that and say about the, the other yeah. games on the Wii U? <laughs> okay, I do love Mario Kart. Actually, I even just traded in my Mario Kart 8 to get Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mario Kart is fantastic. Because Mario Kart's always great. Mario Kart's always great. Um, you know, I mean, we have quite Also a Mario few... Tennis. Mario Tennis is fun. Yeah, we have no quite a few what. games for the Wii U. Um, and my Wii U, again, like I've said, it's not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, but that, that was really well, funny. Well, you'd get rid of your remote. Yeah, I'd get rid of my remote. Why would I do that? That's the best thing. What? Uh, <laughs> In case you hear, you didn't hear that, I said because that's the best thing it's used for. And, and Burn. so I, I need, need to hit Matt. <laughs> But it was good. I thought they gave uh, a very yeah, no, fair. Yeah, you know, it was. They, they obviously talked about a lot of other stuff on that yeah, podcast. Exactly. Other than, but I mean, my part mainly was to listen to that. Yeah. Though I may occasionally listen to their podcast in the future. Yeah. It was pretty funny and informative. And um, it's interesting with them because they're actually part of the press. Yeah. So they actually go like when they talk about mm-hmm. their cover features and when they talk about when we were in the studio with them. Yeah. It kind of gives you a very cool perspective, and, and I like that they're all funny. And they have a kind of a fun chemistry, kind of like Adventure Zone yeah. does. So, They've been around each other for so long. Um, so I think that kind of sort of wraps yeah. up. So my quick shout-out is, you should listen to the other uh, Malcroy products. Uh, so the, each of the brothers have their own podcast that they do with their wives. Which is awesome. Which is really awesome and really adorable, and... Um, almost all of them also have like at least one they do with a friend so too. Cool. Um, also, Griffin works for Polygon, uh, which does like YouTube, but also yeah. you know articles and stuff and all of that. Great so stuff on their you editor. can see a lot of Griffin on Polygon's YouTube page, which is which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, it's also um, the brothers. They're one of their first big podcasts was called My Brother, My Brother and Me. For obvious reasons, mm-hmm. and they it even got a TV show on CISO, which you can watch one episode yeah. for free on YouTube, uh, and the rest uh, um, you can watch on like CISO or the Verve app, or you can even subscribe on your Amazon. Nice. Uh, so check check out their other stuff. They're pretty cool guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, and they're also friends with Lynn Manuel Miranda. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do I love he it? he actually appears on one of their CISO episodes. What? That's yeah. Awesome. And he also so um appeared on like a special bonus episode of one of the Adventure Zone things. Oh, that's um, awesome. During their Max Fun Drive that yeah. they do every year, they make bonus content that donors only can get. Well, I donated this year, so I got that content, and I got to hear uh, him playing D&D with the boys and their dad. Dude, that's it awesome. It was so great. Ah, oh, but yeah, so check out their other stuff. Nice. Uh, do you have anything to... Do I have any shout-outs? I don't really think so. I think I'm, yeah. I don't have any shout-outs this week. Um, I mean, there was a lot of good books. Yeah, a lot of, um, a lot of stuff happens sometimes, and yeah. it's like... 
too much. Yeah, there's so much stuff. I, okay, here's a funny thing. Okay, so it'll not be a shout out, but it'll be a thing. So I wrote an article today. Um, oh, on combo. You wrote an I article. Know, I'm I surprised. Put myself oh, plugging. By the way, the uh, Winnie the Pooh, you know, Christopher Robin movie article on CB is by Matt. So was the Marvel Lexi <laughs> by Matt. Okay, this is not. Put below in the, this is know. not an egotistical thing, mind you. It's just because, oh, I remember that because I wrote yeah. it. So I can yeah. send it easily. Hey, also, again, like you've said before, this is our podcast. I mean, it's true. Why not? Why not self-plug? Yeah. Well, here's, so this is actually a, a, in my detriment. So, but it's funny because oh. it is. So um, I wrote an article today mm-hmm. that was, is WB um, dropping the ball with Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's marketing? Because okay. I had it, and, and some things have been circulating around the web about it, and I, it's easy to see some patterns, and uh, so I, I wrote a whole thing about this, right? So then I swear, literally, like ten minutes later, <laughs> there's a uh, we had another article that goes out about how uh, Wonder Woman has sponsored Danica Patrick's race car. So it's got it's got the logo and all this oh, stuff on the front. So that's that bad. So funny. That's bad. Thirty minutes later, some uh, uh, my coworker Charlie tweets me a thing or sends me a thing that's like, "Hey, uh, they've debuted a Wonder Woman yogurt. It's like some <laughs> pink fucking yogurt thing from Froyo or something." So oh. then it's got her face on the front. Okay, so you know what? The universe just needed you to like shout out that that was a bad thing happening, and see, look, the oh, universe. but it gets better. Responded. It gets but better. Look, here's all this Wonder Woman stuff. Because 24 minutes ago, I get a message, and evidently they released a new Wonder Woman TV spot today, and tw- like 30 minutes ago. So I swear, I. So, it, so when we first started recording this. It feels like oh I was gosh. in the right, and now it's like a landslide. So if anybody reads my article tomorrow, they're gonna think I'm fucking crazy because they go, "Oh, look at all the stuff." <laughs> I mean, you are, but it's but not my for fault. That reason. It's not my fault. And I said, "Well, maybe they listen to me." In, in my mind, maybe that's why, but that is not why. No, I, so I just don't want people to think I'm nuts. Plan, like it was legit. Okay. It was a legitimate thing. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so that's just not. You know, that's it's okay. It's it's okay. Bothers you me. know what? We're getting more Wonder Woman stuff. I mean, hey, that's not that's not yeah. a bad thing at all. So, anyways, um, I again thank you all for listening. Absolutely. And thank you, Anissa, for helping us out Woot woot. and you know letting us use your living room again. Since... Absolutely. Next time, hopefully, we will have yeah. a a office. I just need a chair. A chair. <laughs> hey, I could bring you back your little chair that you gave me for a little while. No, if you notice, the ottoman's gone, and that's because I moved the ottoman into my office so I could sit at my desk. It's, yeah, it's, it's oh, sad. you need a chair. I need a chair. Anyways, um, and until next time, keep tracing geek. Deuces, everyone. Ah, uh, no. That's, that's how it's going to be. Play on. Play on. <laughs>